Just like with the last section on integration, this, um, this kind of integration is best learned by example. So here's another example. The integral of 1 over the square of 3x plus 2, or you could say the square of the sum of 3x and 2. Either way, it's uh, something in parentheses squared in the denominator, and we're integrating with respect to x. Now, when you look at this, you might think, oh, this is impossible. We haven't done anything like this so far. And that's true, because normally we only know how to deal with something like 1 over x squared, right, or u squared. I'm going to write this as if it were art. I'm stepping back for a minute and admiring the photo from, or, or the painting from farther away. Something squared, in parentheses, d really something, if I have d something, then I could integrate this, right? Because it would be something to the negative 2 d something, and I could integrate that. We don't really like having to write all that, right? So it would be nice if I could have this of the form 1 over u squared du. So I'm going to say, that's what I want. And a lot of times, this is what mathematicians do. It's not as linear as we think. Unfortunately, we present everything linearly because that seems like the most straightforward way. But that's not really how humans think sometimes, right? What we really want is 1 over the variable squared and then d, same variable, du, dx, 1 over u squared du. But I don't have that. I have 1 over parentheses 3x plus 2 squared. So what I have to do is say, well, what if I were to integrate this first? And then I'll try to adjust at the end, just like I did in the last part. So I'm going to first find the integral of u to the negative 2 du. If I had that uh, as my integral, it would be easy to evaluate, right? This would be u to the negative 1 over negative 1 plus c, which is negative 1 over u plus c. Now the problem is I didn't have 1 over u squared du. I had 1 over parentheses 3x plus 2 squared dx. But if I think about the fact that when I wrote 1 over u squared, if I go all the way up to the top, the thing I was calling u was the thing in parentheses, just like when we used to differentiate and use the chain rule. So the thing that I was referring to as u was the something in the parentheses, and that's the 3x plus 2. So I'm going to go backwards, and I'm going to say that if I had what I want, wanted to have, the integral will be negative 1 over parentheses, well, I don't really need them this time, 3x plus 2 plus c. Now, if you recall, I don't know, I didn't have exactly 1 over u squared du. I had 1 over parentheses 3x plus 2 squared dx. So because I didn't have exactly what I wanted in the beginning, I'm going to have to go backwards and see how far off my wishful thinking got me. So I'm going to check it, just like we did in the last problem. In the last part, we checked after we took a guess. So I'm going to differentiate with respect to x the thing I got as my integral, or my guess for my integral. So I'm going to say negative 3x plus 2 to the negative 1 plus c. I'm going to differentiate that with respect to x. And I get negative 1 times negative 1 is positive. 3x plus 2 to the negative 1 minus 1 is negative 2. But wait, there's more. 
how much would you pay for the derivative of 3x plus 2? You have to put in there times 3, right? The derivative of 3x plus 2, then plus 0 is the derivative of constant. So when I rewrite this, did I get what I started with in the integrand? I started with 1 over the square of 3x plus 2, and now I have 3 over the square of 3x plus 2. So how do I make the adjustment? How do I fix my wishful thinking guess? I have to get rid of this extra factor of 3, right? And how do we do that? We undo multiplication with either division or multiplication of the reciprocal, right? So if I multiply by a third, then these guys will cancel. So that means I needed a third here. But I also, up one more step, needed a third here as well. So I have to go back to my guess and adjust by putting a 3 in the denominator. Now the answer to the integral is actually negative 1 third times 1 over 3x plus 2, or negative 1 over 3 parentheses 3x plus 2 plus c. If you want to distribute the 3 in, you can, but you really usually don't have to. So this is a perfectly fine answer right here. I just hope that you can be sure to see this red number 3 right here, because the answer actually has it as well. Let me color it in. So that's actually the answer to the original integral. Integral. The integral of 1 over the square of 3x plus 2 is negative 1 over 3 times 3x plus 2 plus c. Not as intuitive as you might think if you were to take an initial guess as to the integral that I put up on the board. Now, again, this technique is kind of long because it's requiring me to take a guess and then check my guess and then go back and adjust. Let's do this with a couple more, and then we're going to go straight to the method that we can use where we don't have to do so much guesswork. Let's look at the integral e to the x over 6 dx. Now, when I look at this like art, again, it's very helpful when we're integrating. Look at the problem like it's art, which means step away and look at the general form of it first. You have e to the something. If you'd like, you can put a little u around that something. If it were e to the u du, then it would be very easy to integrate, wouldn't it? The integral of e to the u du is just e to the u back again, right? So if... If this were a perfect world and we didn't have to double check everything, we could maybe guess that our integral is e to the u back again, e to the x over 6, but then plus c, because there's a whole family of antiderivatives of e to the x over 6. They all differ by a constant. So I have the integral here, e to the x over 6, plus c. Now, do I know that's right? I just guessed, right? So I need to check. When I differentiate with respect to x, e to the x over 6 plus c, you might see what's coming. When you differentiate e to the u, you have back again e to the u. But then, not so fast, you have to differentiate x over 6, right? The derivative of x over 6 It's kind of confusing until you think about it being 1 6th x. Isn't x over the 6 the same as 1 6th x? So the derivative of the u in the exponent is 1 6th. So I have to put that out front. So the derivative is 1 6th e to the x over 6 plus 0. So this is the derivative of what I guessed to be the integral. 
is one sixth e to the x over six exactly what is in the integral that I started with? I'm missing the one sixth, right? I didn't have it in this integral, and yet it's in my derivative when I go backwards. So how do I deal with that? The extra factor of one sixth, I have to get rid of it by adjusting by multiplying by its reciprocal six over one. So I have to multiply my answer by six right here in order to adjust for the one-sixth that came from the chain rule, right? So I have to put a six here. Now I'm more confident about my guess because now when I differentiate this, I'll have six e to the x over six times a sixth. The six and the one-sixth will cancel as they do right here. And I'll be left with e to the x over six, which is in the integrand. So remember how I said it's not always going to be one over the number like you think it should be? It all depends on what you're given. So every problem is different. So that's why it's more useful to look at it like a puzzle than to look at it as what did your teacher tell you to do? Because it's, it's also much more fun, isn't it, than just doing what you're told to do? So that's e to the x over 6 dx. Let's look at another integral. This time. Instead of just having e to the x over 6, we have actually e to the x squared over 6. And then there's an x out front and a dx. This one seems awfully complicated, and it's a very special kind of integral. You'll see why as you work through this uh, section. You'll start to recognize the form of this integral. If I look at it like art, the thing that stands out the most to me is that e to the something. And we all know that the integral of e to the something is just e to the something back again, although I might have to adjust because of the chain rule. So if I were to just take a guess, I would say e to the something back, right? So e to the, let me write the whole thing, integral x e to the x squared over 6 dx. I'm going to guess that that's e to the x squared over 6. Now, you're probably quicker than I am in saying, well, wait a minute, because of that over 6 in the last example, we had to adjust by putting 6 out front. So we'll go ahead and do that. We'll put a 6 out front. If you don't see it, that's fine. It'll come in uh, as we check it. Now, what about that x, though? You might think, well, but there's an x here. We didn't have that in the last example. We also didn't have an x squared in the last example. We had x over 6. So, I don't know, I'll add c, and I'll start with this, and I'll see how that x may or may not affect my answer, and how that x squared may or may not affect my answer. I might still need a little more here. So I'm going to check, and just a reminder, by now you probably know I like to take my time in exploring and discovering things. We still, I'm not showing you the shortcut yet. This is leading us to it, I promise. In the next example, we'll get to the shortcut. 6e to the x squared over 6. If I differentiate that with respect to x, I have six back again, e to the x squared over six back again, and then times the chain rule. Chain chain. Oh, sorry. Chain rule, not the chain of fools, um, e to the x squared over 6, 2, 6x, then plus 0. When I simplify this, I have 2x e to the x squared over 6. 
Now I'm integrating, and at this step I'm checking my integral. So if the if I integrate it correctly, because it's an inverse of differentiation, when I differentiate the integral, I should get back to where I started. So I need this to be exactly what I see in the integral. 2x e to the x squared over 6 is not exactly equal to x e to the x squared over 6. But it's very close, isn't it? The x came in from the chain rule. And unfortunately, so did the 2. Oh, did I? Okay, so the 6 is canceled out nicely. But I need to deal with the 2. So if I had integrated correctly, I would have also needed to have divided by 2 at the beginning. So when I go back to my answer, my guess, I'm going to go back to that 6e to the x squared over 6 plus c. And I'm going to divide by the extra factor of 2, which actually can be simplified, can it? So I think my final answer should be 3e to the x squared over 6 plus c. You can do a quick little double check in your head on this. If you differentiate e to the x squared over 6, you get e to the x squared over 6 times 2x over 6. The 2 over the 6 reduces to 1 third, and then 1 third times the 3 out front cancel. So you have x e to the x squared over 6, which is what the integral started with. So this is taking some guesses and working backwards and hoping for the best. But just as with a lot of examples in mathematics, once people started working with this and and discovering things, then they developed a technique that was a little more straightforward, and that's what we're going to do next.